Howdy, everyone, and welcome to Wild Wild Weiss, the community podcast for Calgary Weiss Schwartz. I'm today's host, Igor Squatslop. With me today are Anzu P and Slowbro. Anzu P is the main judge and organizer for Weiss Schwartz events in Calgary, as well as the author of the Brutal Savage Band series on our blog, Wild Wild Weiss. Slowbro is one of Calgary's stronger players and has hosted a bunch of online tournaments back in 2020. So, how y'all both doing? Good. Yeah, pretty good myself. Just a little bit tired from uh, my practicum, but I'm finishing all that tomorrow, so I'm good to relax for the holidays. Man, you get almost a whole month of holidays? That's awesome. Pretty much, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's longer than what I get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Currently, it's WGP season, so... Anzu, I know you already have your invite. Uh, have you had a chance to get one as well, Slowbro? Uh, no, like I said, I've, I've been pretty busy over the last few weeks, and I kind of wanted to play at Century, just because, like, I want to play with people I know, so haven't really done anything. Fair enough, fair enough. And uh, what do you use to get your invite, Anzu? Uh, I play uh, a standby Nijigasaki. A pretty standard build. I don't run the zero, level zero promos because they're hard to get. Yeah, and speaking about Weiss Grand Prix, on December 7th, a few weeks after the Japanese tournament wrapped up, Bushy Road updated the ban list to remove or temper cards from the game deemed too powerful. Based on the strong showing of Symphagear and Kaguya-sama Love is War decks that showed up in top cut four more often than their total representation in the tournament would suggest, it was widely believed that they would get hit by the ban hammer. To the surprise of very few, those two decks received new restrictions. Mushoku Tensei, another strong deck in the current competitive field, underperformed and avoided restrictions. However, there were some surprises, primarily Data Live, which converted to Top Cut at a level consistent with its overall representation, received further bans. More surprisingly, however, was Action Common getting completely unbanned. Action Common is a card that was immediately banned on release due to the fact that it seemed like a likely obvious print error. However, the day that some thought would never come has arrived. Action Common is free. Additionally, Cinderella Girls Monogatari and Haruhi also saw additional cards come off the ban list. Here's a full list of all the changes, starting with the new restrictions. We're going to start with Symphagear, which receives its first ever restriction after nine years in many sets. From the following cards, you may choose to play one in your deck. The 0-0 Amalgam Chris, which is a card that allows you to look at the top four cards of your deck, select a character after discarding a card. 3-2 Amalgam Shirabe, which is the card that does the burn and can also propagate another level 3 that has the Mocha effect and they work on the same climax, a very powerful combo. Holy Chant Kirika, which is the level 0 that's required to use the Iglima event and also allows you to bond said event and ditch a climax to salvage another climax. And finally, 0-0 Energetic Hibiki, which is a fantastic clean cut card. Kaguya-sama, Love is War has gained itself a from three choose one. You may choose to play one of the following. The zero zero serious showdown between geniuses K, which is another really, really good clean cut card. Zero zero supreme bliss Chica, which allows you to pump power to said clean cut. And I bestowing courage, which is a card that bounces back to your hand when you play a stand. Any climax, but standby is usually where it's used to give something power as well as sorry, salvage. Data Live has its existing band tightened. Instead of being part of the from three choose one restriction, you may now only play two copies of Terrible Smile Kurumi. On top of that, 
the choose restriction is now from four choose one, including one one, a spring moment Yoshino, a very powerful anti standby card that at the start of your opponent's attack phase, you can pay one, stand this card, stand Yoshino, stand another character and swap their positions. And when it is reversed by a character that has a higher level than it, Yoshino can send said character that reversed it to the bottom of the deck. Also added was the For the Sky and the Sortoka, which is the card that bounces back to hand when you play a standby, and also a Brainstorm, which is a very nice piece to date alive. And it joins the 1-0 My Little Shido event, which gives you three options to use on a 1-0 event, and the 1-0 School Uniform Toka that allows you to look at the top card of your deck and leave it there or push it on bottom when your opponent's character is reversed on your turn, and also pumps power on the off turn. Data Live has been pretty heavily restricted. However, that's the end of our new restrictions. Let's look at what's getting loosened. Idol Masters, Cinderella Girls, and the Monogatari series are now free. All restrictions on those sets are gone. Idol Master can again play Rin Shibuya and on play look at top four, choose a blue character and ditch a card from hand. And Loves Horror Kome, look at top four for a climax at hand if you did pitch a card. And that can all be in the same deck. Monogatari is allowed to play both the level three Hajikuchi that allows you to soul pump a character and give cancel burn and the stock-charging Hanakawa 2-2 in the same deck. Love Live Sunshine sees Aozora, Jumping Heart, Mario Hara come off the From 4 Choose 1 restriction. Mirai Ticket Rico, Natural Aquarium Ruby, Water Blue New World Mary remain on the restriction. Mirai Ticket Yo, the very nice burn combo character, remains limited at one copy. Additionally, the Fate series sees the healing event, Level 3, Close Friends, come out from From 5 Choose 1 restriction put in place to restrain the Rider deck that won the 2019 WGP. Two very surprising changes, once that I thought would never happen, have occurred. Action Common from Crayon Shinchan is now unrestricted, and Haruhi players may have one copy of World of Faded Colors in their decks instead of none. Both of these cards were mentioned in the Brutal, Savage, and Banned History of the Band List series by Anzu. So now that we've introduced the changes, how do you think these added restrictions affect the metagame? And let's start with Symphogear. What is your read on Symphogear? Symphogear had a very strong showing at the Nationals. Six out of 16 decks played Symphogear, and Symphogear is also the winning deck of this year's WGP uh, for the Nationals. Even though Symphogear has been around for many years, um, it's really just this one set that's pushed Symphogear to an absurdly high level of play. This ban list hits the EP, hits the level zero tools, hits Chris. So besides Chris, you actually have to think about which card you want to play from the four choose one. Because Chris is kind of on his own. So if you want to play the combo, if you want to keep playing the Shirabe Kirika combo level three, the only choice you really have is to keep the three to Shirabe. Because otherwise you don't have access to Shirabe, you cannot play the combo anyway. If, since now that you've lost the 0-0 Kirika, you have to play the weaker combo route. So instead of playing the Igarima combo, you now have to play the Shushagana uh, combo route. Which, of course, now you have to play the 0-0 uh, Shirabe instead. And again, that's a fine way to go around this um, ban list, in my opinion. However, the combo itself is slightly weaker than the current combo that we have. So, to be fair, I think the biggest loss is actually on 0-0 Chris. Because, number one, now you have to lose the main source of Mew to Mill to fill the 1-0 Kirika combo that you play. And there are less ways to collect combo pieces for the finisher. 
because it's hard to run the one zero character combo. So it makes the decks much less stable and much weaker than before. One thing that's funny though is that in running Soul Shogunaga package instead of the the Kirika, you are getting draw filter on your level zero, which it's not as good as the Chris, which is just a straight Akatsuki effect. You at least kind of fix for that. The zero zero Chris is like huge for how huge. stable the deck is because this is a nice Akatsuki. The pay to salvage also helps because um the Simple gear deck is not very stock heavy, so you have like room to spend stock. So sometimes you want you want to pay two to salvage. That's great too. What's the new package? So the new package is very similar. You instead of playing the Igalimba combo route, which starts from the Zero Zero Kirika, because Zero Zero Kirika searches the events by ditching a character, uh, lets you salvage character, does other things. You have to play the Zero Zero. Zero Zero Shirabe to search for the other route, the Shu Shagana route instead. They're similar um, that you can also search from it, but the whole package itself is not as strong than the original package. I, I think one of the strong points about Simple Gear and why it was like one of the decks that was like kind of almost reaching tier zero status is like just how resource efficient the entire like early play engine was because it all starts from one card, your bonder can't get the event. And the event like sends the bonder to memory, but then the bonder comes back, so you can like loop it turn after turn. And triple level three only costs three stock, and two of them draw you cards, and you could choose to heal or draw on the last one that you summon. Usually, you would go for two draws and the heal on the last one. So three stock for all that mocha combo and an optional burn two, and you could do it turn after turn. That's like what made it really ridiculous. So I'm not sure if like the new package can like live up to the same standard i don't think it can number one you've lost the zero zero chris which helps you with that so a lot of people have gone i've looked at some of the deck fixes for that a lot of people have went back to the 4x uh the red uh ignite module just so you can search and get cards in your hand because again when you play the three two shirabe you do have to have the other three two in your hand so having cards in your hand is now a little bit tougher without the chris to help you out um the hebe key losing the hebe key is not the worst i mean the tap one five really kind of helps because you can now you can use that to go over the kanbaru profile because you can push it over 14.5 but again not the biggest problem uh not having the canon version of the sex self return tab profile is not the worst of course it's nice to have so a lot of stability is kind of gone uh, it's not that the deck is completely nerfed in my opinion but it's definitely much weaker than before yeah for sure looking at some of the color text like the nationals winning build in japan basically plays a one of 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 a three two carol that is just there for stock washing do you think color fixes like that just disappear from the deck is that also green no that one's red i think it doesn't matter that much you're still gonna play red mainly because of the new deck don't really see any other good way to go around losing the akatsuki besides you have to play the Ignite module so Ignite module is red so might okay. as well have some red cards right yeah it's kind of incredible that for a set like Symphigure that's had at least five releases that we've lost the Akatsuki and we're going to an event module to keep up the mill. It's It kind of blows my mind a little. Chris is just that good of a card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that card's really good. 
Also, yeah. I think it's weird of how they went about the band. Like, I think that just shows how strong the set is. Like you said, um, it was getting close borderline to like a tier zero set, right? So, and it only made, it made such huge splash. Like again, six of sixteen decks in nationals, um, in just half a year. So, I feel like Bushiro wants to stop a repeat of a summer of Nisekoi of summer of uh, Toaru that has happened before where it just goes rampant and then you know everybody's playing it there's no point playing any other decks so video i mean civil gear didn't get to that level but it was starting to like creep into that region and bushiro just want to like put the hat put the foot down to say stop and of course that also ties into a little bit of how bushiro has changed their bandless uh, structure because again instead of a twice a year we now move into a four times a year of course the winter and the summer ones are the ban restrictions and that they would ease it off in the spring and autumn or adjust accordingly so this is the reason why we see like this set the other two sets is getting hammered down we see that they get you know a little bit the, the restrictions a little bit more strict this time however i feel like that's because they're giving them a little bit of room to hey if it's too much no one plays it if the deck's completely dead then they will ease off a little bit in spring mm-hmm. yeah exactly as you said I think it's very uncharacteristic of Bushiro to have like such uh, heavy hits, because like a lot of decks kind of, I don't I don't want to say it too early, but they're looking like pretty unplayable from like top decks to going that far, like because a lot of hits before from Bushiro, it's a lot less restrictive than what we saw this time, but yeah, yeah it could be what you said. How we're getting more bandless and they're like trying to try new stuff yeah and we're gonna be getting more sets like love love life superstars just hit uh dragon mate i think will come out before the spring adjustment of the bandless as well so it may just be that with new decks coming in that some of these restrictions can be eased off a touch as well as far as playability for simfigure i think simfigure it's just good enough of a deck that it comes away still playable it's playable. Again, I think the biggest, the easiest fix is just to keep the 3-2 uh, Shirabe. Uh, go for the other combo route. Again, it's weaker than playing. It's weaker than what you have right now, but again, there's not much you can do about it. It's not like the deck is completely dead or whatever. Um, it's definitely not as strong for sure. No. Is that all we have to say about Simpigir? Mm-hmm. I think so. Perfect. Let's move on to Kaguya-sama. I actually think this is the one that probably might be the easiest to fix because there's a pretty easy replacement for K. You replace it with uh, the runner that's also a reverse. That's a pretty clean fix. Zero, zero Kaguya. Yeah, zero, zero Kaguya. Uh-huh. And that, like, that's a clean fix. And I think I think you still play I Bestowing Courage because that's just a very nice card and it gets you out of some awkward positions against some of the other power wall decks that are in the format right now. I'm not sure if it's like that easy of a fix because having a 2k runner body that was also a clean cut was very very powerful and the suicider runner like does fill a similar purpose but i think it only runs to center slot right so right. it's a weaker runner profile and it doesn't plus you like a clean cut effect would so that's quite a big downgrade but i think out of all the decks simple gear was or not simple gear, uh, Kaguya was let off the easiest comparatively because yep. the entire like top end of the deck is untouched. It's just the level zeros. 
So to be fair, in my opinion, I think every other deck uh, before the ban list, every other deck's level zero is inferior to Kaguya's level zero. Mm-hmm. Like Kaguya level zero was just so good that Netsy so many cards, so much, so much advantage that it kind of carries you into the level one, carries you to level three. Um, and this is why, like, they have like a huge uh, play rate. They had a eleven percent play rate in the WGP all for the months, and it has one of the highest topping rates in the WGP. Yeah, it was consistent over about a year, which is incredible when we consider some of the other sets that came out this year, including Mushoku Tensei, which can be downright oppressive, and the aforementioned Symphogear, which bordered on tier zero. Yeah, Symphogear was there for only six months. Um, this. This one and the next one that we'll talk about, Data Life, I mean, it has been around for like at least a year. Um, I think the quickest fix is just to keep the eye, uh, the drop search. That's probably the best of the three you have. Replacing the K like uh, Slow Bro set, I think uh, it's not the best, but if you really want to run the profile, it is what it is. And of course, it's not also not as good as a going second card because the clean cut is a much better, you know, when you go in second, you just clean cut it back to the back row uh, card that you have. Yeah, and Kaguya's level zero was incredible. Do you think the level zero has been negged hard enough that it might actually put the rest of the house in danger? That maybe you don't get enough advantage to roll into level one and then roll off into your early plays and then finally your nice finish? Yeah, I think it's going to have like a big butterfly effect here because... Uh, as Anzu said earlier, like Kaguya really relies on the level zero to be strong to kind of snowball into the rest of the game because it's played a pseudo standby playstyle while most decks did, where you play four standby triggers and the gate trigger for the level three finisher. While the level three finisher is still incredibly strong, your level one combo is an on reverse profile that's only 5k power. And it's on a standby trigger, so it's not like it gets power from a Wookie one. And you're missing a lot of power pump, uh, losing the... That's the Chika Ricky, right? Yeah. The one that also pumps power. Yeah, you're missing a lot of like power modulation from that, so level one becomes less consistent. And since you're only playing for standby, I don't think it, like you can really expect to control the board as well as eight standby decks did. So yeah, it's definitely going to have a big effect. But considering that Kaguya was one of the decks that was like really competing with Civil Gear, like it was pretty much, uh, from my observations, like Civil Gear and Kaguya competing for like those top slots. I think the deck will still be fairly strong, but not quite as oppressive as before. Yeah, like we said, I've been losing the two K from the Ricky. Uh, the 2k pump um, kind of hurts the level 1 and level 3 game because, again, the Kaguya from level 1 level 3 has to reverse. Yeah. So if you don't reverse, it's kind of sad. I mean, one of the ways you can go around is to play the level 0 U, which has the U kill profile. Uh, on attack, you can give 2k to a character. Uh, so that helps with the power and also has a pay 1 to move to the back row, which uh, if I play a lot of million life and I don't really use the pay 1 to move to the back, but the 2k actually helps more often than you think. But of course, not as nice as the Ricky uh, that gives 2k. And I think Kage is, again, even despite a band that takes away some powerful tools from the deck, I think it's still playable, and you'd probably still win a local tournament with it, to be honest. 
You can win locals with anything, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a power pump isn't there. So, you know, sometimes he might run into the problem of saying, mm, you know, if the guy backups, I cannot reverse it. Instead of like, oh, I pump 2k is way bigger than your uh, backup can be anyway, so I don't care. Yeah. So it's like, I think this is a deck that now has more trouble with decks like Mushoku or... And because it does rely on some... Well, it's, I guess it's mostly power on turn, so it, maybe it worries about Nijikasaki a bit more, but it's not existential, yeah. Yeah, and even that gives you like a power pump off turn. Again, Kanbaru profile um, might give you a little bit of trouble, but not a lot of people play those profiles anymore, so might be able to sneak it in. Yeah, so I think, I think Kage is definitely still something you could take and have a fun time with. I'm just glad I don't have to deal with the clean cut and runner anymore. It was downright yeah. depressing when they opened that, and then you drew like a brick at level zero. That was, oof. they get they get so much advantage, and you're just sitting there, be like, how do I even recover from this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's that K was an incredible card, and I'm still a little surprised it was printed. To be honest, that's like, let's take two of our the best profiles we print we print at level zero, a clean cut and a good runner. And put them on the same card. Easy. Well, they figure you, if it's a mill runner, so you can miss, right? If you hit the CX, ha 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 ha. That's copium. <laughs> That's yep. total copium. So yeah, well, the last two decks are still playable. The next deck, Data Live, it got screwed. Oh yeah. Uh, I think if you say a standby, yes. If yes. you, uh, I think a lot of people have started to think about what they can do with Data Life besides that, because again, uh, Data Bullet came out. Of course, Data Life the set was so strong that even when Data Bullet came out, no one really cared. They still play the 32 Karubi four copies, still play the eight standby, but now they really have to think about it. And here's the thing: I think Yoshino ending up on the restriction list is what kills this. Because yeah. that is such a strong card for being a control play. Because Data Live relies so much on your opponent having to think about, do I even want to attack here? Because Yoshino can force a trade. Losing a trade on a reverse means that Toka gets to damage Scry. And now that you've got, a, your deck can't have both of those cards... And your finish, like even your finisher being limited to two, isn't the might not even be the end of the world. It sucks, but if you can get that card out of stock, you play two plus the icy tail anyway, and it's less consistent, but it's doable. Using Lo Yoshino because you pretty much have to play Toka sucks. Yeah, I think they're actually really smart on the limit two on Kurumi. Um, the sense that, that the limit two is right on the border of this deck is completely unplayable and the border of I can actually play this deck a little bit more. So a lot of people are like, hey, I can play this deck a little bit more. We can just change it up. A lot of people were like, mm, whatever. So, and it's actually funny because this has been three years since they ever had limited X on a card. So we're not talking about limit zero where they completely ban a card, but they have limited two and they haven't done this for a long time. And I feel like because they limit that to two is the reason why Yoshino was added to the three choose one now became the four choose one. If they just outright ban Kurumi, I think Yoshino would just be off the list. Yeah, but if they outright ban Kurumi, then yeah, the eight standby deck is dead. Of course. So yeah, you're right. There's no reason to put the 
Yoshino on the choose. And I guess that comes to the interesting question is, do we play like a data bullet top end or is it another one of the alternate finishers from uh, first data live, like maybe the Toka or the other blue finisher? I think you might just go back to uh, a choice standby. Uh, adding some of the data bullet stuff. You can still play the 3-2 Kurumi, but then that also allows you to play... You're actually now picking the My Little Shido event instead because you have red... Uh, sorry, yellow. Uh, you can add in the Ricky from the new set, which helps. And then you can also play the other Kurumi Brainstorm. Again, not as strong as the Toka Brainstorm because the Toka Brainstorm is a very good card for a standby. You know, every time you can just bounce... Every time you plop a standby down, you bounce it back to your hand, give plus 1,000, right? So that's a very strong profile that fits with like the standby profile. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, going back to your article about the colors of Weiss, Toka, Yoshino, and... Sorry, the Toka that's the damage grind plus 1,500 on an opponent's turn. Uh, the Toka that you can bounce back to your hand, give something 1,000 until the end of your opponent's turn. And Yoshino, which moves on the opponent's turn. They're, they're very blue cards. Like, they're cards that just make your opponent's turn suck. Yeah, Bushiroad's 4 choose 1 this time. Uh, mate really made sure that a standby is not a thing anymore. I, I'd be very interested to see like if someone can still pull off a standby deck uh, with current build, even with uh, Data Bullet considered. I think you can still quote-unquote pull it off. I can see it. Maybe you want to pivot to the playing the Toka standby combo, because before you played the vanilla standby, a standby, right? But you can yeah. actually maybe choose to play the Toka that combos with it, uh, so that you can have like a more aggressive play style, and I think it works. However, I think it's terrible in the current metagame environment, and that's because Data Live was a standby deck that, after the first ban list, really sucked at contesting power versus other standby decks. And yeah. how the metagame is yeah. looking to shape up after the ban list is a lot of powerful standby decks are moving up with the restrictions on Simple Gear and Kaguya. So that gives 8 standby daily life after these heavy hits. Like, uh, like I think the deck can function, but it's very terrible into the better game. And I definitely do agree if the Yoshino wasn't hit and just Kurumi was limited to 2, that's a far more reasonable hit. Um, and you could maybe play around with some interesting level 3 options as well. Like, obviously, you could include more of the Icy Tail, but there's also a Kotori that's just free when it attacks, top check for character, burn one. That's an interesting standby target that you can play around with if you have more level 3 space as well. But uh, yeah, Yoshido being on the list just completely kills it. And as far as Data Bullet goes, the hits actually affect Data Bullet because Data Bullet builds, or at least in the build that I ran, you do want to play that yellow event and the Yoshino, so they're both on the list, so you do have to make adjustments for that. But overall, yeah, that deck is viable. I don't think it's super amazing, though. It's a very consistent deck with a lot of neat toolboxing, but the ceiling on it isn't quite as high as the 8 standby deck. And I think one of the winners from this ban list is Grisaya, as they were kind of, I think, sitting around a Tier 2 area, but now with some of the top decks on, they can move up a bit. And 
anti-heal completely stops the dating bullet engine because you have to right. clock swap, you add cards to clock, and then you heal them. But then if an opponent has anti-heal active, you can't do that at all. So there's always that to consider. Yeah. With what we're talking about with the metagame moving up, even in English, Data Live can't contest field. Especially if Mushoku's coming to English, so... Mushoku is one of the builds, just like when I play Nijigasaki. Nijigasaki is a very power build. Um, yeah. Even against other eight standby, I can still, even if I lose off turn, I definitely will win on turn for sure. The, um, Mushoku has the has that power too, a level three. Just a level two goes to level three. That gives you minus power, just completely wrecks your field. So not having that power to go off on, on for Data Life is like what you guys have said. You know, it's definitely rougher than before. This deck's dead in the water. I think the build is. I don't think the set itself is dead. Um, again, number one, the yeah, bullet is still there, so people will figure out something. And you know, number two, season four is coming out very soon on the anime, so hey, they can always just print another set in the future. That's fair. That's fair. I don't even think the set's gone to like season two. This is like season one stuff in the first set, and David Bullet was the movie set. So they have a lot of stuff they can print. They have a lot of stuff then. <laughs> Run up the card printers, Bushy Road. All right, so let's talk Cinderella Girls. Do you think people will play this now that the deck gets a lot more consistent getting uh, Rin Shibuya and Komei back? They will play it, but I don't think it will make a splash in the current meta at all. Deck is kind of outdated. Kome is a very good card, don't get me wrong, but again, it's just there to fish you the CX that you want without any, um, you don't have to pay a real cost. If you miss, then you don't have to pay anything, and that's fine. Um, having the Rin, Rin was always the pick out of the two, on the two choose one, so you just don't play the Kome, so it's really just adding the Kome back into your deck. Um, will I run Kome again? Yes. But do I expect it out top in the, ter- uh, in the low, even the low coast with uh, Cinderella Ghost? No. Top end's just not big enough anymore. Top end's okay. Like, top end's just not very big. I mean, if I remember correctly, it's been at least a year or two since I played it. Uh, you have a one, you have your three, two, uh, Rin in the middle. The TP Rin will go to 14.5. The side character's a little bit smaller unless you try lane it. But even if you try lane uh, the TP Rin, the size are a little bit smaller because the power pumps goes to the middle. Um, 14.5, it's pretty decent but again nowadays a lot of sets can easily pump power just to get over that to wreck it right so and in the end you're playing uh power of smile uh rin with the with the restand ability uh restand ability is okay like it's not the worst it's not but it's nothing to write home about at the same time it lacks a real alternative way to win because it's still in the end it's still like a turtling deck where you heal just try to stay at level two as long as possible. Early play heal, early play heal. Yeah, and it just compared to the modern decks that do that, it doesn't do that good enough. I think it's a fun deck to play. I will probably, uh, you know, take it out, give it a spin a couple more times. Now that it's un- unrestricted, but I don't, I really don't think it will make any of a splash in the current meta. I think the problem lies with the early game engine. Obviously, the level zero utility is excellent, but your level ones, you only get one search a turn from your plusing combo, and it's on a stock soul. And oh, your geez. like climax triggers are not very good. It's like pants stock soul, right? Mm-hmm. 
and you're hoping for the best from the brainstorm because it back in the days was huge because it's like oh i can brainstorm five but nowadays it's like sure i give you another card if you're gonna miss you're gonna miss yeah like the brainstorm is excellent but the triggers aren't good the level one advantage combo isn't quite good especially with standby being so prevalent now right i think your one zero only hits like 7k and it's a stock cell climax and TP Rin, there's a lot more answers to TP Rin nowadays compared to back then. So it's not a hard card to out. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, when Bushi start printing all the anti-change cards, uh, especially level 1 anti-change cards now. So your level early play level 3 to TP Rin isn't that big of a deal as before. Yeah, exactly. And the finisher was a restander, if I remember correctly, but it restands when another character attacks, right? Yeah. So, uh, and our uh, memory kit counters are really popular right now, especially in a lot of standby decks. And I think Bushoku has a tap counter as well, so that kind of ruins the top end a little bit. Yeah, and it's kind of expensive for a restand at pay three, ditch one. Yeah, it's not, but that's what that's all you have, so <laughs> you do have to pay yeah. for that. So yeah, no, and honestly, I don't think Monogatari is going to do much either it's just really funny that it took this long for the last two cards to come off the ban list it's the same issue as cinderella girls like the cards that were powerful at the time just don't hold the same amount of power in today's white shorts like the 2-2 that generates stock and hits 9-5 like 9-5 is not that big at level 2 anymore and back then, like a lot of decks didn't play for level two because most decks were like level three all in combo decks. But nowadays, a lot of decks do play for field. A lot of decks have a level two game plan, and like the power benchmark has risen so much higher, just not as good as it anymore. Yeah, especially like you said, level two is really play. Especially when you play standby, like like you said, if you play a nine five, I would just laugh. Like cool nine five. Right, because you know, my two two in the front easily can be like ten k, ten five, without backups. There's even decks that their level one can contest nine five without too much of an issue. Nine five is just not big enough. No, and that's probably the reason why this and uh, Cinderella Girls came down the list because it's just not a thing to be afraid of anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't see anyone busting out Monogatari. Uh, Love Live Sunshine. Love Live Sunshine is interesting. Um, again, I also play the deck. So they've brought back the Mari. The Mari, in, when I was playing the Mari, it really, all it does is, number one, it gives power. Um, you don't really need to reverse anything in your build uh, of the eight standby build that we used to run, even the, the standby gate. So, but power is power. Uh, and then on reverse, it bounces back to hand. So, you know, if it's level two or higher, if you check top. So it's nice to have. Uh, really, the biggest thing was to check top. To make sure that I don't hit the CX on my first attack out of my three attacks. Or, you know, if I hit a standby, that I at least have to have something to think about. Um, so I, I will see people playing that 1-0 Mari again, just to have the check top uh, ability, a pump power. But I think um, it won't move um, Sunshine up very high in the current meta. Sunshine's been doing decently okay. You know, you see one or two people they top every so often and they'd be like oh people are still playing sunshine amazing um but i will move it move it to like tier one back in the days i highly doubt it 
Yeah, I think the only thing that probably moves Sunshine back, like a, a tier people are going to be talking about, is if you're allowed to have four copies of Yo again. I mean, sure, then you probably play the Mirai ticket combo once again. But yeah, I think unless they do, uh, even if they take the whole thing, if they take the three shoes one, of course, Kandi and Mari, and then, um, you know, give you back the Yo in full power, I think it will still be like a very low tier one and like a very high tier two deck. It wouldn't be like one of the top, top decks you play. Again, from the years, from the two, three years that we've uh, had this set, you know, things have moved on. But it's still pretty impressive that it's been a lo- been around for as long as it has. And you could take cards off the ban list and make it something people would want to play. Which is does speak to the quality of the card pool. True. I mean, any any sets uh, when they have a card that comes off the restriction, people want to play the set again. Like for example, like I said, I, I want to play CG again, but again, I don't I don't expect it to top. Yeah, no king, no kidding. Fate, we get the heal event back. And what's funny is that is a very important part of that deck, but I, I'm not sure if Rider rides again. No, I'm pretty sure, in my opinion, I think that the four shoes one again, you you put the event back, give it give the event back to the people, but the restriction in the from the four shoes one is still such a high such such a big grip on the set itself. I don't see the three three event helping at all. Yeah. And that's funny because they even printed a card I think in Heaven's Healed part two that is basically just the Ilya Akatsuki that's on the choose four. So you get a synthetic out, but it's still a very heavy restriction because you can't play that really nice Shiro that goes to memory and uh, the free fresher in the same deck, which slows you down immensely. Wait, can you play the new Akatsuki? I think you can. Is the new Akatsuki part of... Uh... Aren't, aren't they the same card? They are, is this the oh, same they card are the same card, card. okay. Yeah, they are the same card. Okay, so it isn't a synthetic out. Yeah, I think for Fate to rise, you have to either take the free fresh or the Katsuki out from the choose. The heal event's nice, but people only play like one or two copies anyways, so it's not like mm-hmm. it's a, it was a card you saw every game, and it's not a card that's good in every situation. Uh, the deck's claim to fame was its consistency and its ability to just uh, recur resources while getting the heal because of the free fresh, right? Your Akatsuki yeah. helps you mill down, and then you can free fresh and draw a card off it. So that was very powerful because it was essentially a one stock heal that also replaced a card in your hand. I think the deck also kind of became unplayable when Data Live became the top deck in the metagame because. Almost every early data live list played a bunch of the Shadow Blinker, and that completely killed Rider. Since you just blink the Rider and it loses the climax combo. Data Live obviously, like we said, got hit very hard and it isn't as prevalent anymore. I'm not sure what other sets really play a blink profile, but even with that, I'm not sure if Rider does have the same presence as it did before. Can Rider get over Mushoku? When you use the combo, it gives the uh, opposing character across decreased power, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'm not sure. They also cannot front, right? Right. Yeah. But the thing is, it has to live your turn. Mm-hmm. But again, even if you have multiple 
name escaped my mind <laughs> right now. Um, the card that gives minus power. Even if you play multiple copies of that, pop it up with power, with power. Um, I think just because you can't front, you still cannot contest the wall if you have the right. riding wall up. Yeah, because Mushoku doesn't have a blank. No. And unless... I, I don't know the math top of my head, unless you can play like three of those and then minus enough power so the rider dies. But again, I don't have the math top of my head to know if that's possible or not. Oh, you're talking about the Mushoku card that minuses power? Yeah, the green one. Yeah. I don't think most Mushoku lists play that anyways. Like, obviously it has some presence, but I think most lists mm-hmm. are on standby now, right, for Mushoku? Most lists do play the 8 standby. Uh, the winner deck... Sorry, not the winner. The third place deck did play uh, 8 standby. But you're right. It, lo- looking at it right now, they don't even play that minus power. Yeah. I think I think the combo's good, but... Yeah, it seems like the Bushoku playstyle has been lending to 8 standby. Mm-hmm. So Crayon Shinchan meta, right, guys? Uh, I, I'm not even sure if that's Copium at that point. You might be inhaling some brand new drug. I don't know. I think, uh, isn't Shinchan still banned? Uh, the Action Cam is still banned in, uh, what should we call it, standard, right? He is still banned in standard. It's also still banned inside, so mm, mm. unfortunate. Unfortunate. Well, because in standard, action common is disgusting. Is it though? Again, I haven't looked at standard for so long. All we play is neo standard, so. Come on. I think there's people have figured out how to do like a turn one or turn two uh, Doctor Strange win in standard. So. This the format. I guess broken, you could but... stand by out like action common and like turn one and somehow turn one or turn two or something like that and just attack with two so seven seven five hundred. The other maybe, thing... but again, yeah. we're talking about standards. <laughs> I should really look into how standard like combos work because like even if you have access to the card pool, I wouldn't think Weiss is a game you can really. You know, do those combos in, but people have made it work. So, <laughs> oh, there are many infinites in standard, and uh, one of the gentlemen's agreements in people who still play standard is you don't do them. I think if you wanted to resurrect standard, you would have to do something like the original commander format in Magic the Gathering, where you basically say, This card isn't fun, it's banned. And just do that. They, they would have to rethink the ban list. I think standard is such a small thing. Uh, not a things that you know, Bushiro's things about. They don't try to fix it. They just, but they also at the same time kind of funny. Don't kill it because it's just like yeah, standard, cool. You could also apply like a loop restriction if uh, infinite combos a little worry. Like maybe you can only do a loop x amount of times. The rule I've heard people use is if you can't guarantee that this loop will resolve in a a finite amount of turns, and B, in your opponent losing, you lose. Which is fair. Which is, I guess, is fair. I mean, in Magic, infinites do exist, especially when you play uh, formats that are older. Uh, Commander has infinites. Infinites usually uh, one of the bigger indicator of how good your deck is. If your deck has infinites, uh, you know, usually it's much better than ones that does not. Um, but at the same time, in Magic, we also say for infinite, we can stop somewhere. For example, I'm just going to generate 1,000 mana, right? Yeah. Something ridiculous. I'm just going to get 2,000 life. 
Right, you have to declare a finite amount. Mm-hmm. But so I don't know if you can do that for wise. I feel like maybe again, I haven't looked into any of this in standard. Yeah. As for Neo Standard, the rest of Crayon Chinchan is suffering. No one's gonna play it. Yeah, I don't think it's kind of funny how it took them this long to bring it back. Yeah. It took them quite a while to bring it back. We always just thought that hey, no one cares about it, and they just leave it. So I guess they just just put it back and just be like, have fun. Well, what's incredible is uh, as soon as I heard that Action Common was unbanned, I went straight to you, Tate. You're like, yeah, they've got like they've got stock of him. He's like a hundred yen. Look, sold out, thirty bucks. Yeah, they're much more expensive now. I looked at the day after it was like seventeen hundred. It's like one copy left or something like that. I'm just like, wow. Like, <laughs> should, oh. should have bought those. <laughs> should have bought, bought all the copies at one hundred yen. Yeah, it's like I should have bought them the last time we did a Yuuta order because Ed just being a dick about it. But no, no. Uh, to be fair, even if even if I thought about buying it, but I was like at the same time I was a thought even if I buy like twenty copies of it, like what am I going to do with it? Like I can sell it for money, sure, but like am I going to play Shin Chan because like Action Kamen is now unlimited? Mm, probably not. You might build the deck on a lark, but it's like it it's just like the funny haha. Let's pull out Crayon Shin Chan in the same vein as haha. I'm going to pull out Lucky Star. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> I got three uh, action comma in the front row, and I have like three of them, so I can attack you for two souls, seven, seven, five. I don't know, maybe there is like a universe where you could just cycle action commons in a stock efficient way and just smash like two soul plus a two soul every turn and just be a massive mm. asshole with soul rushing. Perhaps soul rush every every so often comes back. Uh, they try to fix soul rush, but again, why is this the game where you try to compress your deck? The longer the mass drags out, soul rush gets weaker and weaker because your opponent's is so well compressed. At least you're trying to anyway. So at this point, I'm just trying to throw stupid ideas where action combat is free is a fun thing to talk about. I haven't. I checked on Twitter for like. A day or two after um, the ban list, no one talked about action comment at all. Oh, Some no. people talk about, oh, now I can play CG, so now I can play Gatari again, but right? But no, no one. one really talked about uh, Shin-Chan, no one really talked about Fate. Yeah. Going to the last card that I thought would never come off a ban list was uh, World of Faded Colors out of Haruhi that allows you to sack a character salvage too, which led to some fun combos. Do you think that this might actually see play in Haruhi decks that have cards up through Sneaker Bunko? Well, it's limit one, right? It's so, limit one, so it's does, yeah, does, it's does not it help? Enough. I don't know. You, you can't bond to it. You can't search. You cannot. You have to naturally draw into it. It doesn't have any of the new tools. Like I, I don't know about Sne- I don't remember Sneaker Bunko, but it doesn't have any new tools like you know the new Akatsuki that we see. You know, um, you can take anything that's level one or higher into your hand with Akatsuki on death. So it doesn't have stuff like that. So I feel like the only way to get the 2-1 into your hand is naturally draw into it. And that's rough with one copy. Well, it's not happening. Well, it's it's a card you just throw in there because you might as well. It's a good card. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, it make a big impact, not really. I think with the power-up stuff and the sneaker book and stuff, like Haruhi isn't a completely suffering deck. Like, it is super playable. It's just not very good. It's outdated, uh, unfortunately. Maybe it needs the movie set, something like that. 
it's like I think they're still using the on attack burn one from the first set as their finisher because they even sneaker bunko didn't give them much. Doesn't the doesn't the new finisher combo with the same CX? Isn't that one? It does, and it also combos right. with the same card because you can bring it out again. Right, 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 right. So you can attack multiple, like more than three times, and like every time you attack, you're burning. So it does give you a little bit more ways to finish your game with. That combo is quite scary if you pull it off. It's, but it's it's random. That's the problem. Yeah, the problem is random. But if it when it fire when it rolls, it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we've gone through all the changes on the man list for this winter twenty twenty one. So who do we think are the biggest winners? Because we've already said who the biggest loser was. Well, anytime you ban something or you restrict something, those are going to be losers. Yeah. So, to be fair, I feel like it's pretty fair how they restricted it this time. Um, just from the three set, uh, you know, they left they left a, a much weaker playing route for Sinful Gear. Um, they make you think a little bit more playing Kaguya because of the power problem that you have. And Dao, to be fair, Dao was like the strongest set in 2020, in my opinion. And when they last time when they limited, it was just a slap in the hand. It just wasn't that big. So this time they've completely killed one of the ways, the, the strongest way, of course, the eight standby. Um, but there still exists other ways to play. So they haven't like really done enough to completely kill a set off. It's not like we see fate with like the five choose one. It's like, well, who plays fate nowadays, right? So I feel like the ban list itself is quite fair. Of course, if you know, if it goes to if it goes to anything that's way too strict and no one plays it, and you know, everybody's complaining again, that's what spring is for. As for the winners, I guess, you know, the unrestrictions are usually the winners, right? Because again, this time it is the biggest deregulation in history of Wise that they have just gave us so many cards back. Just here, half a card. Here's all the things unrestricted, unrestricted here. So it's pretty interesting that way. I think I I would say again the hits are more heavy-handed this time compared to before. But mm -hmm. I do agree yeah. it's fair that they hit uh Simple and Kaguya, because those two were like very clearly the outstanding decks. I think mm -hmm. the Daily Live hit is a bit random. But obviously Daily Live was still a very strong deck, but I don't think it was quite the same level as Simple Gear and Kaguya and like two key cards got hit, which like kind of killed eight standby. So that was like a bit random in my opinion. Yeah, live was just um in my opinion, it it just represented very well. I think for the first half of this year, that before Simple Gear came out, it was just mainly Day Alive and then you play Kaguya, and then Kaguya was kind of there. Day Alive was still having such a strong showing. And then, of course, when Simple Gear came out, well, everybody moves to the new Hotless Simple Gear. But at the same time, people were still playing Day Alive, right? Yeah. I guess it's kind of one of those decks where it's like, it's been good for so long, they're just like going to get it out of the way a little bit, especially if new sets mm -hmm. are coming out soon. And I guess they were pretty annoyed that nobody was playing Data Bullet. <laughs> well, again, the Kurumi 3-2 is just so good. Why would she need to play anything else? Pretty much. Why would you play the new Kurumi when you have Kurumi at home? That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, now you might think about it, but again, even the two copies is not the worst. Obviously, three copies the best, right? But 
Yeah, the, the, the two copies isn't what kills the deck. It's the Yoshino for yeah. sure. Like, the Yoshi, mm-hmm. Yoshino being on there is so terrible. Well, I'm making you choose between the Yoshino and the level zero uh, Brainstorm, yeah, I feel like it's pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think, as for big winners, I think off the top of my head, as Kevin mentioned previously, Slime, Mushoku, Nijigasaki, like all big standby decks. I think H Hoy Slime can move up, but. That deck gets ruined by memory kick. Um and somewhat tap counter as well. Uh what else? I think Grisaya, like I said. Quintriplet, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think all the tier two decks definitely celebrate, like stuff like Sordar, Ilya, the Capo. I think mm-hmm. removing the top two, like the clear top two decks, definitely like balances out the decks in the middle a lot more. So a- any like deck in the tier 2 range will be pretty happy after the ban list. Yeah. So you also now don't have to splash into uh, anti-change. Like, I play Nijigasaki, but I still splash in the 2-1 anti-change because of the level 3 combos that exist, right? Uh, for Simple Gear that comes out early that I have yeah. to deal with. And now I probably would just put back the 3k, 3-5 counter instead. I don't have to, uh, you know, deal with that. There's definitely a lot. I think there's definitely a little bit of a shift from the past couple of months. A lot of decks just sided in the 2-5 anti-change. Because, again, just in case you play Sinful Gear, you have to deal with that somehow. Yeah, I think anti-change is one of those things where if your opponent doesn't see it coming, it can, like, mess with them really badly. But mm-hmm. not every deck can support it because a lot of anti-change counters are very resource-heavy. So if you are a deck that's like playing for a level 3 combo, even if you disrupt your opponent, let's say you have 6 stock and then you suddenly go down to 3, like you can't combo yourself, so was it really worth it? But since a lot of decks stopped playing it, the decks that can support anti-change, especially since it was good into the meta, it was a very strong tool. Uh, Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't play the meta Ilya, I play standby Ilya, and Ilya has like an amazing anti-change counter. It's the instead of pay two ditch one, it's pay one ditch one sack one, and you can catch so many people off guard with that, and it's so cheap and so efficient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, even the pay two sack self, a uh, sack a character, anti change, that's still a lot. It's still pretty popular, but you know, after the ban list, I probably will take that off. Like I said, uh, of my Nijigasaki deck, because again, I don't have to worry about that from Simple Gear. Yeah, it's more of a meta call depending on what yeah. you play against. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you guys were surprised that didn't get hit? I don't think anything else really needs to get hit. I I don't think either. Um, just basically, um, Bushiro generally hit sets there are well represented or you know tops really tops often. So they've hit the three sets that have been really well represented slash tops often. Um, some you might say, hey, maybe uh, you know they should think about Mushoku or think about Quint. But Mushoku and Quint was doing well enough, but they kind of stayed under the radar. So now is their time to shine, of course. But of course, new sets are also coming out, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if Mushoku or Quint will end up in the next badness. Right now, I don't think they will, unless for some reason, no one can deal with Mushoku or Quint. Yeah, like if Mushoku can just start tearing things up in the new year, then we'll probably think about it. But again, it remains to be seen what gets printed in like Dragon Maid or uh, 
what other new sets are coming out. Yeah, some of the recent sets are pretty good. Like a uh, superstar looks pretty strong. I mean, it's not busted strong. Um, we have old sets like older sets like uh, they become a god. They're pretty good too. There's a lot of balls in the air, but I think yeah, all those tier two decks are cheering. As usual, when the when the tier one gets hit, the tier two moves up a little yeah. bit. And it's funny because I think the last. Like, we're currently at the end of WGP qualifiers, and I'm not sure this will go up before uh, Calgary's event happens, but this ban list isn't going to affect that, and Calgary's the last WGP qualifier. Do we know if it's this ban list is going to affect WGP uh, North American Nationals, or...? It will uh, definitely affect okay. it, because Nationals Perfect. is in January, so the verdict from Heart of the Card is that uh, you look at the date of when the tournament is. So, for example, the ban list goes live on the 13th. Um, so you have to follow that with your local time right. instead of following that with your Japan time. So that's one of the reasons why our local in Calgary is not hits because it's, it's on the 12th. So officially, the ban list for us it starts on the 13th, like Calgary time, not Japan time. Makes sense. Cool. All righty. So... That about wraps us up for today. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about changes to the Japanese ban list and their implications because we sure enjoyed talking about it. If you did, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts. Search Wild Wild Weiss. If you want to check out our written work, head on over to wildwildweiss.wordpress.com. Find our videos on YouTube. Search Wild Wild Weiss. Follow us on Twitter at Wild Wild Weiss. Join our Twitch for some live action. Wild Wild Weiss. Or check out the Calgary Weiss Schwartz community on Facebook or Discord. Before we sign off, do you guys have any plugs that you want to put out there? I want my set to uh, Dara stage, please. <laughs> please push your own. <laughs> Is there any set that you you want? Do you want uh, Dara Slowbro? Uh, I think out of everything they've announced, there's nothing that really interests me. So I That's think my wallet's safe for a while. But I am <laughs> excited to test the new DC cards, even though they only gave us a few. So we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's enough. Yeah, maybe. I'm hoping to run one more episode, probably an interview before the end of the year. We'll stick around for that as well. If this is our last episode before the end of the year, happy holidays. And uh, we wish you a happy 2022 from uh, Wild Wild Weiss. Until next time. This has been Igor Squatslav. Uh, this is Slowbro. This is Anzupi. Uh, remember to sit down for white shorts. And I hope to see y'all next time.